Welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Jada, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Jada Amoy. And if you're new to this podcast and it's your first time listening, this podcast is dedicated to learning and unlearning. So we actually have a very special guest joining us today. We have my sister. Um, for those of you who know me personally, you're probably familiar with my sister Tashna. She was very instrumental in me beginning this podcast and really coming up with a lot of ideas. So I thought, what better option than to bring her on for an episode? We're going to be talking about dealing with comparisons to siblings, living up to expectations. So I'll have Tashna introduce herself and say hello, and I can quit rambling. Hi, everyone. My name is Tashna, Jada's older sister. Myself, I'm a lover of fitness. I've been working out for about a year and a half. Um, I have a kind of fitness account that I've been promoting. I also do some consulting on the side as well. I'm just a lover of, of really working out. That's been my my thing for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And how did you really like begin that journey? So I know you mentioned your fitness account. You can kind of shout it out and we'll also include it in the episode notes as well. So how did that come about? How did you get that idea? Yeah, so I'm someone who's really struggled with my weight for a lot of my life, um, to be quite transparent. Um, And I really just wanted to find a way to enjoy the fitness journey. I think that for me, it was really about loving myself, loving my body now, loving myself uh, when I do take off the weight, and also just understanding what health meant for me. It's about feeling confident in myself. Um, And my fitness page, if you guys want to check it out, is Love Tashna Gets Fit. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I know that a lot of us find ourselves on that journey trying to really build up our confidence and accept ourselves, especially with certain pressures or just overall wanting to feel good. So it's really inspiring that you've been on that journey and you're taking control of your life. And I'm sure a lot of us can begin that journey as well. I know personally me, I got to get in the gym. So perhaps can follow your fitness account and look at the workouts you're doing. But yeah, so thanks for that intro that provided us a lot of great contacts and information for those who maybe don't know you. So getting into the topic, we are sisters who I don't think we mentioned it. So Tashna is, you're four years older than me, correct? Actually, this is the time of the year that since your birthday just passed, you're actually five years older than me. Yeah. So I'm 23 and Tashna just turned 28 in January. If you want to go and wish her a happy belated. So we should get into describing our relationship dynamic. So how would you describe our relationship as sisters to people who maybe have never met us? Yeah, I'd say we're we're very close. Whenever I'm talking to my friends, talking to anybody, I always tell them that Jada's my best friend. That's just how I consider our relationship. I do feel as though when we were younger, we weren't as close as we were we are now, but I think that's normal when you're, you know, in close proximity with someone, you know, we were young, we shared the same room at times, you know, we had to do everything together. Obviously, there were times where, you know, I was like, oh, like, you know, she's annoying. But you know, that's just the standard relationship of being really close with your sister. But I have to say, I do believe that our relationship has gotten, it's definitely gotten stronger. And I can say that, you know, we've definitely grown as sisters, and we've learned so much about each other. And I'm just excited to see, continue to see where our relationship goes. Wow, that was a really good summary. Maybe had me tearing up a bit, especially since I'm your younger sister. Like we were kind of forced more. We weren't forced, but like we we didn't really have much choice as children. Like if we're going to share a room, we have to share a room. If you're going somewhere, I have to go with you. We also just to give context. So we are technically, I guess, the middle children. So we have an older sister who's older than both of us. And then we have a younger brother. Um, So I am the second youngest and Tashna is the second oldest. So I always feel like I'm the only middle child, but technically you're a middle child too. You were always 
for the most part, the oldest child in the house because our older sister, of course, was on her own. So I think that it did often feel at times like you were like the oldest in a sense because you were the oldest in house. That's really just our relationship. I feel like, as you said, we've gotten closer. Um, we do talk a lot, FaceTime a lot. So we have a good bond there. We, of course, have our fights every now and then, just like any other sibling combination. But it's definitely a much more intentional relationship than when we were younger, I would say. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think the fact that you mentioned this in your previous podcast that you do live in Ottawa. And for those who don't know, I live here in uh, the GTA, uh, specifically Mississauga. And I think the fact that, you know, you were able to take that step and move out of your comfort zone and be in Ottawa while I'm still here in the GTA. I think we've also still managed to make our, our relationship very strong. And I think that, you know, we know that whenever we need each other, we're still there, although we're not, you know, neck and neck by each other living under the same roof or in the same bedroom anymore. Um, we still have that close knit relationship. And I think that that's still really important. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing that you brought it up because me moving to Ottawa, it's put quite a distance between me and my family, of course. And I feel like with you, I look at a lot of our old videos and even on your birthday, like I struggle to find videos of us together. The last time we lived in the same home is when we lived in Brampton, which was quite some time away. Like I was in high school and you were in university. And then when you came home, I went to university. Yeah. So it's like we really haven't lived together for the majority of our adult life, which is kind of weird to think about. Although we haven't lived together, we're still able to maintain closeness and still not necessarily have like a wedge or a distance between us. So in terms of your childhood, your experience separate from me, so what do you think were some of your traits as a child? And do you feel like there were maybe some ways that you were perceived maybe incorrectly or maybe some misconceptions about you? I've always been, you know, somebody who's very outgoing, very social, always talking to people. The personality that I had, there was always this conception that, you know, Tasha's, you know, going to go out and she's going to, you know, be very entrepreneurial or she's going to do this, she's going to do so many things. And I think that there was always that pressure on me because I had that outgoing personality. Yeah, I definitely agree. So that's definitely similar to how I perceived you as well. Yeah, so I think there was this expectation that uh, because I would put out this outgoing personality and, you know, I was always very talkative. Um, I remember having conversations with mom growing up and there was always this idea that I was going to be a lawyer because I just love to talk. Like she'd always say, you know, you just love chat. Like Caribbean people always just telling you that you love to chat. But me specifically, that was like, Tashna equals talkative person. That's how it was. And mm -hmm. so there was this idea that, you know, Tasha is going to be a lawyer. And at one point I thought that I was going to be one because I did have an interest in the law, but I didn't end up doing that. So I think that not necessarily that I was a disappointment, but I didn't necessarily achieve that, that goal. So there was kind of like, a, oh, well, like, you know, if you don't do that, like, what are you going to do next type of thing? That's really interesting that you bring that up. It's interesting how a lot of times when you're known to be outgoing or talkative, people automatically assume you're going to be a lawyer as if that's mm -hmm. like a direct translation. But I'm sure that was a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of pressure as well. Mm -hmm. So I would say in terms of my personality or character traits as a child, I feel like I was definitely known as the complete opposite of everything you were describing. So I was known to be really shy. I talked about it in a previous episode um, on kind of the misconceptions of me as well as growing up awkward. So if you haven't listened, then you can go ahead and tune into that. But I would say that I was known as really awkward, shy, kind of reserved, not necessarily a confident person, whereas I feel like people definitely perceived you as being more confident, maybe because you were more outgoing. 
I would definitely say I was like a smart child in terms of like schoolwork. And then also I was known to have a really smart mouth. I'm sure that was kind of my personality as a child. I was also known to be really, really sensitive. I don't know if I would agree with that or call it a misconception. I think that I am sensitive, um, but I definitely see it as a misconception as well, because I think that I've always just kind of been very hyper aware of my own emotions. So I think that was often perceived as me being sensitive or having you know, really embellished or really over the top reactions to certain situations. Whereas in my opinion, it was more so me just kind of feeling my feelings, but not necessarily being in an environment where people around me were doing that, if that makes sense. How would you say our personalities differed? So I would personally say that the main difference is just you were outgoing and I was shy. (laughs) Um, You were known to be more bold, more confident, more outgoing, whereas I was seen as more timid. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think, you know, me being the more talkative sister, you didn't necessarily have a voice because people assumed that you were shy and sensitive that, oh, it's okay, Tashna will speak for you. Or in situations where we were meeting people, like I would be the the one that would introduce both of us. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that that was for sure an experience that we had. Like, well, you would kind of take the, which was not a bad thing because you were my older sister, but you would kind of take the role as like being almost my voice or being like the person to advocate for me if something was going on or like a teacher had a concern or just some situation you would be the one to kind of speak and like address the concern even though I was fully capable of doing so yeah I think the next question is a little juicy a little interesting um so in terms of our early childhood do you have any like distinct memories of ever feeling like we were in competition particularly during childhood maybe our teens as well I'd say I can definitely speak for when we were younger, having to like bring you everywhere. It was something that really annoyed me, but I I knew, you know, that me being being the older sister, like that was just my job. Like, what am I going to do? Leave you by yourself? Like that just wasn't going to happen. So I can definitely remember times where I would have to like bring you around to meet all my friends. And so there was always conversations about us. Once people would see you, they see Jada, they see me. So they'd be like, oh, like, you're quiet. Tash was not. People would compare us in that dynamic. And I think because, again, I always had you around me. So there was always something to say about, you know, Tasha and Jada's relationship as opposed to Jada as a person talking about what she does and then Tasha as a person and what she likes. Wow, you expressed that really eloquently. Honestly, I agree. I feel like even me, I remember those times where I used to always be around. And I remember like, I never wanted to go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because I, I could pick up on the fact that your energy, like, you didn't want me there and it was weird. Everybody was older than me and like nobody else had their siblings. So it was kind of like, I didn't want to go either, but I feel like a memory I have a feeling like we're in competition kind of relates to this overall theme, which is just like the fact that people would always comment on how outgoing you are. You seem to always make friends easily and be widely accepted and have like a large social group. Whereas I feel like everybody constantly worried about me, even when it wasn't warranted because I was just like by myself. And at times I did want to make friends, especially when I was really young, but other times I was pretty comfortable being by myself. But like, I always felt like people were very worried about me. Like something was off with me. And I remember feeling that way. And I don't think that was the way you were perceived. So I remember feeling a bit like that was a competition. Like I'm constantly being compared since our personalities, like you said, are so different. 
it's being perceived that something has to be wrong with me. And I think another area, I don't know if this has to relate to competition, but I remember when we were younger, like I, I always remember feeling an immense pressure, like academically, not that anyone was putting that pressure on me, but at times there was. I think out of all of us, I was seen to be like the most like academically smart or like the most like bookworm because I read a lot yeah. and stuff. So I feel like at times when I would bring home certain grades, I remember how I used to get really irritated because like we were we're all the younger siblings are all four years apart. So like we were all in different points of school. And like I remember there would be times where we would, of course, bring home our report cards like you know, on the same day. And like, I would see reactions to like, for example, he's not reflected in this episode, but our younger brother, like our younger brothers, like Marks or your Marks. And like the reactions would be different. I would get the same grades, but I was always perceived to be a straight A student, even though a lot of the times I wasn't, but that was just the perception. So when I got anything less than that, it was just I just felt like there was that pressure because I was perceived like you're the bookworm, know it all, blah, blah, blah. So you need to be performing at the highest level. I think that also just came from me being known as a nerd. You know, you were more outgoing. So if you did worse in a certain subject, like our parents would probably assume that, oh, Tashna was probably just fooling around talking to her friends, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you more so would be like, accused of like you know just not paying attention because you're so yeah. social you know you got all and the I friends was, and, I, and i was almost able to get away with it because it was like oh well we expect that from her you know where but whereas we don't expect that from jada so she needs to be on top she needs to get a pluses in every single class mm -hmm. yeah and that just goes along as well another thing is i feel like at, when we were younger you were perceived to be more like act out more and we'll get into this but like and then I was more like reserved to myself, like scaredy cat, like I'm not going to do anything bad, you know, mm -hmm. which wasn't necessarily the case. It's not like I was ever completely innocent and you were ever this daredevil, but that's how we were perceived. You know, since you were more likely to take risks, I feel like if I did something bad or something that I wasn't expected to do, it would almost be like a shock because mm -hmm. Jada is so frail and shy and like innocent that like she would never do anything risque because then if you did do something risque it was like oh well you know Tashna might have influenced this one no in actuality Jada has her own voice and her own mind and she decided to make that decision on her own it has nothing to do with me because I was perceived as this I don't want to say wild child because I'm not going to tell the people that I was the crazy sibling here I definitely was not but I just want to be able to say that you know you had your own frame of mind and you conducted yourself in that way and so did I but because we were so different it was almost as if like these polar opposites cannot coexist together. Let's find ways to make them seem as though, you know, something's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. I think we've definitely summarized childhood really well and provided a lot of insight as to kind of how we grew up as children, our relationship as children, as well as some general comparisons. So I think it would be a great point to really move on to adulthood. So how we are now and maybe also our late teens when we were closer to 17, 18. So we can answer for each other. So essentially, how would you say I've changed or grown from what we just described, how I was as a child or maybe an early teen to now me being in my 20s? I'd say that you have definitely become more outgoing. People who knew me growing up and people who know me now, like I still, I'm still very talkative and I'll, I'll speak with people. But I think I've had my fair share of friendships and you know, getting to know people. I think that I'm kind of in the space in a space now where I'm not necessarily looking to be as outgoing. Whereas I feel like because most of your life you've been 
perceived as the shy girl, even though you did have friendships and you did go out when you felt like you wanted to, you're in your outgoing era now, even with this podcast and really just kind of putting yourself out there in different situations. I think that you're definitely more of the outgoing one now. It's been beautiful to watch. I think that, you know, it's interesting to see how someone can be perceived as one thing for so long. And then now you're going into this different space and it's like, oh, well, this is not what we expected of Jada. Like, who is this now? When in actuality, if they had just maybe listened or, you know, allowed you to come into yourself, then this might have come out earlier. Who knows? Yeah, I have kind of opened up myself more and I feel like it's been a bit shocking to people who maybe haven't known me as well or maybe even given me the opportunity, like you said, to be heard and be witnessed as a full person as opposed to being, you know, perceived just based on a few traits I have or things I did as a child. So in terms of you, I think, like you said, you touched on it. I feel like you're more comfortable alone. I feel like a lot of the time you're socializing and you're building those friendships was more so because, you know, you really wanted to be outgoing. You really wanted to be around people. Whereas now I feel like you still have a personality, you still network, you still have a great group of friends, but you're more able to spend time by yourself. It's more so you choosing to bring those people into your space or choosing to connect with them. It's not necessarily out of necessity. As we touched on a little bit, I feel like when you were younger, you more used to be more of a risk taker. Yeah, more impulsive, not necessarily thinking things through as well as you would now. So I feel like, you know, you've definitely calmed down a bit more and you have a more relaxed personality now as opposed to being more of a risk taker. And I think to, you know, echo your point previously about you being more outgoing, I think that you're someone who's definitely been able to really enjoy your solitude and being able to, you know, have a good time with yourself, finding things that make you happy, whether it was reading or what what have you, but also just understanding that, you know, you had a lot of goals set out for you early on and you wanted to make sure that you had those set in stone. And now you're finding the time to be able to pursue those more outgoing initiatives that you at one point probably didn't think about. At a point there, it was almost like you were made to feel like there was something wrong with you because you didn't necessarily want to go out like that or do things. So I'm glad that you're able to accept that now and also, you know, find those places where you do fit and also enjoy the spaces as well. So that brings us to our next question. So so what ways do you feel people compare us and our life decisions, given that we're now adults? And before we get into that answer, I feel like I've been thinking about this before recording this episode. You're 28. I'm 23. Like there's an idea like I feel like when we were a bit younger, you always felt so much older than me for some reason. I think it's because now I'm in my 20s like you were in your 20s, of course, before I was. And now we're not in the same phase of life, but we're not very far apart because 23 and 28 is not far. We can relate to each other much more now than before when I was younger, like I was 16, you were 20. So we couldn't relate as much, whereas now we're both adults. So we can do similar things. Like if you wanted to go and grab drinks, I could come. It's much more relatability than at another phase. Do you feel like that too? No, I I completely agree. And I think to answer your question, like how people compare us, I think when you moved to Ottawa, there was a big gasp. Everyone went like, how could she do that? Like, why did she move to Ottawa? And I think that if the script was reversed, people would have assumed that I would have done something like that because there was this assumption that, okay, I'm the outgoing person. So if anybody was going to move away from home, it would probably be Tashna. And I didn't, I stayed pretty local. I was living at home two years after I graduated and then our family moved far, far away. And I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. So I moved out on my own. 
And then I think when it comes to our intimate relationships as well, um, as you've mentioned on your podcast as well, you do have a boyfriend and you've been together for five years. Um, I'm not in a relationship currently and I haven't been in a relationship for that long either. So there's a there's a bit of comparison there as well as if anything, people would have assumed that I would have been in a relationship first. And also, you know, why aren't you in one? So there's a lot of those questions and comparisons that seem to come about as well. Yeah, you raised some super important points there. I feel like, as you said, me going to Ottawa, which is really funny because I feel like you in particular, I remember when I went to university, like I remember how you always used to say that. I'm not coming home. It was never an expectation that I was going to move out after university. So I feel like I pulled a, a little switch. It was anticipated by some people, I feel like. But it's interesting that people would have maybe seen you doing that. Me having a long-term relationship. It's not that you haven't dated people, but you haven't necessarily been in a long-term relationship. So I feel like people definitely compared that mostly because of our age, but also because of our personality types. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't really be perceived as the type of person who would just meet someone and be in this relationship. And then move in and have all these steps and travel with them and do whatever. Like I wouldn't be seen as someone who'd be comfortable doing that. Another comparison we've had is I think you, Tashna, are known to be more. I'm not sure because there's a lot of different opinions, I feel like, of us. But I feel like I'm known to be more cold and withdrawn, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird since I'm also perceived as being really sensitive. I think people should pick one. We get that comparison, I think, mostly from our dad I would say which neither of us have a close relationship with him but I think throughout our life which will maybe be something I touch on in future episodes but maybe throughout our life you were never close and neither was I but you were always a bit closer to him than me if he had something to say or a comment to make or he wanted to know where I was or what I was doing he would ask you as opposed to getting into contact with me because I was perceived to be more cold or withdrawn um, so I wasn't gonna be as accessible or as caring or sensitive to the situation as you were. I do think that there was a sense of well you know Tashin is the older sister so her job is to also be a mouthpiece for Jada as well even though that's not necessarily something that I signed up for but because you didn't necessarily communicate with him as much. There was an expectation that when I followed up with him and I touched base with him, I would also provide updates on you too, instead of him to just, okay, let me just call Jada and see how she's doing. It would be like, oh, well, Tashina can speak about the various events that are going on in Jada's life. And Jada can <laughs> through, Jada can tell Tashina and then Tashina will tell me. And I think it was the same thing, you know, when you speak about our relationship with our mom as well. Like when I was at home, I do remember, specifically when I came back from university, there was a dynamic shift between the relationship with my mom and me because I was home again and I had been away for four years. I was like, oh, like, this is going to be hard. (laughs) I think I went into that situation thinking, oh, you know, this is going to be tough. Ultimately, it was because I was still figuring out how to get back into that dynamic of living with your parents. And, you know, you have certain rules that you have to abide by when you live at home as well. So I think that was a big struggle for us. But then when you moved away to Ottawa, it was almost as if, well, you know, Jada's really far. And again, Tashna can now be the mouthpiece for for Jada to say, hey, like, how's Jada doing? What's going on with Jada's life? And even to this day, when people ask us and say, oh, when's the last time you speak to Jada? I'm like, I speak to Jada every day. Like, there isn't a day or a time that we don't really go without communicating unless, you know, we're just busy. But I think we do a good job of communicating with each other every day. Yeah, I think that's interesting that you bring up. I feel like from a lot of people's perspective, I can see why people honestly think I'm a bit withdrawn and cold. And I think that that's not necessarily my personality at all. 
I feel, especially with our relationship with my dad, without getting too much into it, I feel like I've kind of started to set certain boundaries earlier. And I just was more comfortable being perceived negatively, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like until recently, like you had more of a people pleasing, not in a bad way, but you just you don't like when people are unhappy with you. You're more likely to kind of put up with things that don't necessarily align with you because you don't want to be perceived negatively. Whereas I feel like I've been used to being perceived negatively for the majority of my life. Like not that I'm super comfortable and I've always been confident with myself, but I feel like I'm used to that. Like I said, like when I was younger, people genuinely always thought something was a bit off with me, you know? So I feel like when people suggest that I'm withdrawn or I'm cold or I'm this or I'm that, it just kind of falls off my back at this point because it's like, it's just another thing. So I feel like that causes me to definitely retreat into myself a lot. We had different paths, right? So you went to university and then you came home and then I went to university and then I moved out. No path is better than the other, but I think that what we see is that you had that chance to get reacclimated to home life. So you connected back, you built... Of course, when you're in university, you're more distant from your parents. But when you go back home, you have a chance to catch up, talk. Our mom knew a lot of your friends, whereas my mom has never met any friend I had in university, which dawned on me recently. So she started she's always just been, I feel like, a bit more involved in your life and just knew more of what was going on, even though it's not necessarily that you were sharing it. It's just that, you know, at a certain point, she just felt more comfortable to ask you things or get involved in your life because you were more of an open person yeah um and you living at home for a period of time after university allowed her to kind of catch up with you in a sense whereas I didn't take that path so for the last couple of years she hasn't necessarily witnessed what's going on in my life who's in my life aside from my boyfriend no I definitely agree I think that when you moved to Ottawa, it was almost like a life-changing experience, which I'm not really sure why, because based on the way how your relationships with people were when you were a child, it only made sense that you would have moved away. Like, I think that's that was your way of just being able to, you know, find yourself in the world and discover what Jada's likes and dislikes are. And I think you've always done well by yourself. So it wasn't like, you know, Jada's going to go away and she's going to sink. You know, we're going to have to send a lifeboat to her. Like, something's going to happen. Like, Jada will do well in any capacity, to be honest. And I think that there was that expectation that maybe people expected you not necessarily to fail, but they didn't expect you to do the things that you did. And I think that you've really done a good job of kind of like hit the ground running and being able to find all the interests and things that you do now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate you saying that. I think because I'm so quiet, my quietness and my shyness or whatever, it's always been seen to be as like a negative trait, whereas it's actually been something that contributed to a lot of my success because I might have craved friendships or relationships with other people but I knew how to survive without them so it's not like I was ever dependent on them to be successful Mm -hmm. so I think me moving to Ottawa especially moving with my partner it was like oh no like if they break up like she's gonna be flat on her face which is like yeah I'm not sure why that would be the belief because it's like well yeah I do have a partner and I you know it makes my life easier but I'm kind of used to operating in a space where I'm dealing with things or figuring out things at least or making decisions by myself so yeah I would be able to be fine you've always been a very independent person like I don't know why that would have been the assumption to begin with Mm -hmm. and I think that even when the comparison part comes I think because we 
people almost act as though we're in two separate stages of life. Like I know that speaking more particularly with your experience, you're 28. So um, not to put, you know, your age or your information out there, but you know, so I feel like the closer that you get to the 30 mark, every single thing you do is going to be compared to me because I'm not supposed to be doing anything that you haven't done yet. So um, Tashna is going to be touching 30 um, and Jada's, not even 25 where it's like and she has all know, these life experiences yeah and it's weird because do you know that you are as close to 30 as as i am to 25 when i turned 25 that's almost the same time period if you think about it it's only five <laughs> years difference mm-hmm. but it's treated as like a decade worth of difference so yeah. it's actually not that abnormal that i might have a certain milestone earlier than you but it's treated as though it shouldn't happen or it shouldn't be the case even though you've had multiple milestones and things happen in your life before I did that's not really recognized how do you feel yeah. about that I think it's 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 quite unfortunate because I think that like even almost as if like when when people talk about us and they're surprised that we speak to each other every day that I still find so shocking like I understand not everyone is very is extremely close with their siblings but I remember having a conversation, I don't remember who it was with, but I was talking to someone once and they were just like, oh, you guys speak every day? And I was just like, yeah, like, you guys think I was joking when I said that's my best friend? Like, that's my best friend. Like, we do talk every day. And not saying you have to talk to your best friend every day, but that's just the dynamic that I have with my sister. If people would give us a bit more grace and, you know, realize that we're still two individuals in their 20s who are just trying to understand life and navigate this crazy thing together, they would really understand that, you know, there's beauty in the fact that I haven't experienced certain things that you have. And that's what makes our relationship so special. Yeah, that was really well put. I feel like I think also somewhat the fact that you talk to me every day, I think it has people are surprised by it because I feel like you talk to everybody more frequently than I do. So the fact that people are like, oh, she talks to you every day. Maybe it reflects poorly on me because it's like, oh, well, she hasn't responded to my calls (laughs) and she talks (laughs) to you every day, which is something that maybe I need to work on. But you're just more accessible. You're more talkative. You've always been more talkative. But people find it weird that we somehow are able to have these conversations and have these FaceTimes. But I think it's it's just been established through the fact that I feel like although we have three siblings, we've always been the closest. Like, And I also don't think people necessarily realize that we are both the middle children. So I feel like that has allowed us to be a bit closer with each other than we are with our other siblings, which is not to say that we're not close with them too. I just feel like the relationship is different. You brought up a lot of great points, but I feel like, you know, I want to get into what impact this has had because I know for you in particular, being older than me and technically feeling like the older sister because you were the oldest in the home, having people constantly bring up things that I'm doing and suggesting maybe I might be further along in certain areas. How do you feel like that's really made you feel to be vulnerable? It's definitely been hard. I think that because of those comparisons and sometimes, you know, when people ask me questions about why I haven't done stuff that Jada has done, I I don't really know what to say because I am my own person at the end of the day, but there might also be some vulnerability there in the sense of like, damn, like I wish I could have done that, but I don't really have an answer as to why it didn't happen more. So something along the lines of like, you know, different life choices, different times, you know, different things that happen. But I think that because of that comparison, I think it's definitely been hard to, keep up relationships with specific people or just conversations that I've had with people but there always seems to be conversation along the lines of like hey how are you doing but then something along the lines of okay but I noticed Jada did this what about you type of thing so it's like 
you know, I'd like to talk to you about what's going on in my life. We don't always need to talk about somebody else. If you have something to say about Jada, then maybe you should call Jada and say those type of things as opposed to bringing them up in passing or being passive aggressive with comments. I feel like sometimes you're treated as my receptionist and it's really unfortunate <laughs> um, because I never, I've never once told anybody, oh yeah, if you want to know what's going on with me, go ask Sashna. Like I've never said that, but like that's the assumption. And I feel like it, it sometimes takes away from your individual experience as well. And on the flip side, I feel like a lot of things that are expressed to you, like, oh, wow, I'm so proud of Jada for doing that. Or, wow, Jada did this thing. People never say it to me. It's not that my phone line is not open. It's not that I'm not speaking with these people, which is something I personally have felt like I've always needed to hear people tell me that they're proud of me because of that feeling of always feeling like people thought there was something wrong or I wasn't going to have you know, any success in certain areas. Like I remember getting into my relationship and hearing those comments through you or through other people of, oh, I didn't expect her to have a boyfriend. I didn't expect her to fall in love. And those things kind of bothered me. But, you know, wanting to hear that, oh, I'm proud of you. Oh, I see you doing that. Good job. Like I've always wanted to hear those things. And I feel like maybe why I might be a bit more withdrawn is because I never hear those things. So, you know, I just distanced myself (laughs) because now I tell myself those things and you tell myself those things and I meet other people who tell myself those things so it's kind of like well why would I connect with people who don't make me feel like that you know going back to you I think that you know an area where I definitely internalize the comparison is you know you Tashna is always seen as being confident Tashna is always seen as being so bold she has so many friends like I remember that that comparison you know always being there where oh Tashna is outgoing Tashna has so many friends Tashna is so popular she's well liked da da Tashna is so confident she's bold she does whatever she feels like doing whereas Jada is like this scared little girl and like that's a comparison that definitely made me feel a type of way. Like I remember I used to look at you cause you're my older sister and I used to be like, Oh, I wish I, I had those friendships. Like you went to university and you, you basically joined like a university movie. Like you had these sister friends and these sister girls doing all these things. And like, I didn't really have that experience. Like I feel like a lot of my friendships were more like casual, more withdrawn, but not necessarily an element of sisterhood. And that's, Not that that's anyone's fault. Like there's areas where I definitely could have made more effort to do so. But you had the confidence and the boldness to approach people. And I never had that. And I always wanted that. As well as I feel like I internalized the idea of you being more emotional, approachable, accessible, just nicer. Like I feel like there's always this idea that you're much nicer than me. And I have like this attitude problem or these walls. That's the perfect explanation. Like, I feel like people have always perceived me as very much having walls up. That's why they're always asking you what's going on with me because they they don't know. Like, if they hit me up, I'm just going to say, oh, everything's good. Everything's fine. So nobody really ever gets to see the real me. Whereas I feel like everybody feels like they know you just because you're more talkative. And they feel like they have all your emotions like you wear them on your sleeve and everybody can tell, oh, Tashna's sad today or Tashna went through this because they feel like they know or they feel like they can pick up on things. Whereas with me, it's like, oh, this girl is so hard to read. She has these walls up. She doesn't talk. She doesn't open up. You know, everybody has a much nicer view of your character, or your personality than mine. Yeah. Um, like I'm seen as more difficult and you're seen as more approachable. That's not a good thing. I don't want to be seen as difficult or crazy or sensitive or whatever the case may be. But that's the way I'm perceived, if that yeah. makes sense. If anything, maybe it was just the facade that I portrayed to people, but I feel like I was my confidence was a lot less 
my self-esteem specifically was not the strongest when I was growing up. And I think because I had this natural expectation that I was the outgoing or talkative or bold person, I know I somehow had to live up to that. So there was this natural illusion that Tashna is the confident, the bold person, but actually internally, I was very insecure and very, very somebody who was struggling with my self-esteem. And I think vice versa, when it came to you, although you were the shy one, you were quieter, I think you were still very in touch with your emotions and somebody who had they have been given the chance to speak or shine their own light, I think you would have embodied those confident characteristics that you thought that I had. Because I feel like even now, I feel like I'm just coming into this confidence, this obviously with my fitness journey, that's played a major part. But I think that this confidence that I was assumed to have is now coming through to light. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting to look back that I feel like a lot of people did think that they knew you and they thought that you were so confident and, you know, lo and behold, you weren't. But because, you know, nobody was really asking, they were more so looking at like how you were showing up every day. So it was assumed it wasn't the case at all. I want to kind of shift gears here to kind of discuss maybe the bright sides, really what to do about this, because I know a lot of people listening can probably relate. Maybe you have a couple siblings or maybe you have one specific sibling that you feel in competition with. And it's honestly not a great feeling. It can definitely come in between some relationships if you constantly feel like you're in a competition with someone. You mm-hmm. might take it out on that person or you might not be able to truly connect with them. You know, in our case, we've been able to still maintain a good relationship. But I know not everybody's as fortunate. So let's talk about maybe some, you know, tips on how to maintain a healthy relationship, even when you're facing that competition. I think that we had to always check in with each other. I think it was very important that we kept an open line of communication. Even if, you know, sometimes I might approach you with questions that you didn't necessarily want to talk about. I think I did a good job of just saying, Jada, like, talk to me. And I would kind of force you to converse with me, even if you didn't want to, even if I was being super annoying. And I think that's something that I do with like, my friends and sometimes family to this day is just forcing us to have the uncomfortable conversations, even when we don't want to. And I think that a big part of that has has had for me specifically has really been in listening to you, not listening to respond, listening to actually hear you. Because I think in past, and this is something that I'm working on now, I would just not really listen to what you have to say. I would just kind of ask you how you feel and then I would dismiss it or I would get defensive if I didn't hear a response that I liked. And so I think going forward, I've really had to understand that you are your own person and your feelings of every situation are completely valid. And when I'm listening to you, I'm listening to understand, not just listening to hear you. Um, Not to reiterate, but I think that since I was always perceived as cold or withdrawn, like a lot of times when people would speak to me about a situation, they would kind of try and pry information out of me. Like, I feel like that was my experience with you. Like you would ask me how I felt about a particular incident. And I would say, honestly, I'm fine. Like, it's fine. It's not that serious. And I would express a bit of how I felt. But you would assume you'd be like, oh, yeah, she's really breaking down inside. She's really distressed. Like, I feel like and it's like, no, like. I said what I meant. Like, I actually, I'm not too concerned about it. Like, it's okay. And you'd be like, oh, Jada, you know, she's really, she's really down she's in the down dumps. down in the gutter. She's down in the gutter. Somebody help. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like, like you said, listening, when we first, you know, kind of discussed coming up with this episode idea, you described it as blocking out the noise, which was such a perfect, you know, illustration. Like, I feel like how you prevent this from getting in between your relationship is blocking out the noise. Mm-hmm. If there's certain family members, friends, people around you who are constantly comparing yourself, I would speak up about it, have a conversation, communicate and say, you know what, I don't appreciate these comparisons, da, 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 da. 
And then if it continues, then you limit how much that person has access to you because it's going to drive you nuts. And sometimes we can find ourselves taking our anger out on the actual sibling who's being compared to us when they're not doing anything. They're not saying the things like when, you know, we talk all the time about relationships and all these things like that. And I'm never the one saying, oh, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. Um, But from hearing the comparisons, I wouldn't be surprised if you felt annoyed with me (laughs) because, you know, you're constantly being compared to me, even though it's not me doing it. Eventually it gets to the point where it can be triggering or difficult to talk to your sibling if you constantly feel like you're living in their shadow. I think to echo your point about blocking out the noise, setting boundaries with people is so important in any capacity. And I think that by setting healthy boundaries with family, even if it comes to that, like you need to protect your peace has been something that I think both of us have prioritized when it comes to, you know, understanding what we will allow and what we won't allow. And once we've set those firm boundaries, people know to respect that. And if they can't, then they just won't have a place in our lives. I feel like in a lot of people's situations, it comes directly from like their parents. Mm -hmm. And I feel like an aspect where I really appreciate our mom is that when it comes to comparison to relationships, the pressure that you sometimes get to be in a relationship, it doesn't come from our mom. If you've realized she doesn't compare us as much, which is weird because she would have the most right to, because we, Mm -hmm. she's our mother, but it comes from people who don't necessarily have as much information on us, which is weird. We have that kind of freedom to be at different stages, especially in that relationship aspect from our mom. It's just those other relationships that are less closer that seem to have that impact. But I think, like you said, setting boundaries, not internalizing the comments. Like I feel like sometimes you do need to let things fall off your back and just know and constantly remind yourself that my life is my own. Me and my siblings, we may have, you know, proximity in common. We might live in the same home. We might know the same people we might have grown up in the same area but we are not the same person you need to Mm -hmm. know yourself separate from your mom your dad your siblings because you came into the world with your siblings already there or maybe they arrived after but they did not arrive at the same time to have that idea that their accomplishments milestones their whole being is so attached to yours they're really not we don't have this connected experience so I feel like once you remind yourself that the comments that people make they're gonna fall off your back more no I definitely agree I think we're all on our own path or on our own journey and because we are so different we've really been able to understand you know what that means like Jada being different is not a problem she's not a burden on anyone and Tashna being different is just as great as the next person right like we are our own persons at the end of the day and that's what makes us so special Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the last thing I would say is that being able to appreciate each other's unique experiences. Like if you do something that I really want to do, I'll ask you, how did you do it? We'll ask each other for advice and there's never any jealousy per se. I witnessed you having those friendships. I would ask you, hey, how are you networking? How are you so comfortable? And you would teach me and you would tell me and give me tips. I mentioned it before, like Jada is almost like my best friend, like just the relationship dynamic that we have. And it's okay if you don't have that with your sibling on your own. But I do think that it's nice to be able to have that. Like some people may go out there looking for one and can't find one, but they have close, they have a close relationship with their siblings. And who knows, you might even find your, your, your sibling is your best friend if you're able to really develop that relationship as the way we have.
So I think it'd be really great for us to just end this episode off by, you know, having kind of a wholesome moment here and saying, so what is one thing that you admire about me as your sister and then vice versa? And what do you feel like you've really learned through our relationship? So I can start. I think one thing I've started to admire recently is your fitness journey. Honestly, I feel like you've really been consistent because if you were doing it for someone else or for a superficial reason, you would have stopped by now. You know, it's obviously been difficult. So I feel like your ability to push past and, you know, learn and put yourself out there has been really inspiring. You might go through certain situations, but you're always aspiring to build yourself. You're always thinking about the next thing you can do, whether it be a vacation, whether it be a new business idea. You're always looking for ways to improve your life and you're not necessarily satisfied. And even when you're not seeing that success, you don't necessarily let it stop you. You continue to look for opportunities. You continue to put yourself out there until you achieve what you want. And I think that's a really great trait. I've been able to learn through you how to create more of a balance between being by yourself and networking with others. Like I feel like you're able to balance your life well at this point where you can spend time and put yourself out there, but that doesn't mean that you're devoting all your time to that. So that's what I've learned through you. Oh, thank you. I think one thing that I definitely admire about you, Jada, you might not know where to turn, but I think something about you is you're very driven. Like you always have a goal in mind, whether it came to, you know, moving away from home and going away to school, uh, moving to Ottawa. Like once you set a goal in mind, that's something that you're going to accomplish and nobody can tell you otherwise. I think that there have been times in the past where you might have doubt yourself, but I think that you are someone who really comes back into reality and sits with yourself and say, okay, well, what did I what did I set out to do here? What was the goal that I had in mind? And then once you pick yourself back up in that moment, you're really able to push through. So that's something that I admire. And I'd also say the fact that you don't let anybody disrespect you. Something that you've always had from young, like whether you being shy, whether you being nervous, you don't tolerate disrespect. If you're going to say something about Jada, you're going to hear it. When it comes to, you know, me really understanding myself. And I, as you mentioned previously, I have had that people-pleasing element to my personality, not letting people disrespect and and understanding that, you know, what's for you will be meant for you is something that I think you've really been able to kind of, you know, dominate through. So that's important. When I'm stuck in my head and I'm constantly thinking about, you know, the next move, sometimes I really think about putting other people first. And I think that I'm in a position now where I've been doing that for so long. I've been doing it for majority of my life that now I really just want to put myself first. So understanding that it's okay to live in solitude and sometimes being my own best friend is a good thing and being able to to conquer this crazy thing called life by myself. And I feel like both of us definitely have that element of ambition and that element of drive. And I think it's something we definitely got from our mom in particular, that independence and that drive mm-hmm. that we're both seeing now so it's it's really nice that we inherited that trade and that we continue to build upon that this really brings us to the end of the episode um if you have maybe a quote or a takeaway you want to leave the audience with yeah of course my social media you can follow me on my fitness page love tashna gets fit everything about workouts and my fitness journey is on there and a quote that i think has resonated with me over the last little bit has been you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. Mm-hmm. And why does that resonate with you? Because I think that I'm both. I think that I am a work in progress. I'm going through the motions of the different things happening in my life. But within that work in progress, I've created a, such a beautiful masterpiece that I need to enjoy both at the same time. Yeah, I think that that's super important. And I'm glad you shared that. Being able to appreciate that while you are a work in progress, you are also complete, you are whole, You don't need to chase anything outside of yourself. 
Just to give a summary, um, I think we can really leave it off by saying that it's normal to have sibling comparison. Sometimes that competition will be there, but it's important to know that you are an individual and you have your own journey, you have your own accomplishments, and you don't need to compare it to anyone, especially your siblings. You know, at the end of the day, that competition is always going to be there. But as long as you set those boundaries and maintain a healthy communication and a healthy relationship, then I'm pretty sure you'll be okay. So I just want to end off this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like, you can go ahead to share this episode with your sibling. And you can also follow the podcast on Instagram at SincerelyJadaPod. Until next time, Sincerely Jada.